welcome to the Bullshit Binary. This is our second episode. Uh, my name is Clara. Hi, my name is Umu. As you guys probably know by now. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we have some new listeners. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe especially for this episode, because this is a global issue that we're actually talking about today, where we're going sort of over the pond to South America, because... Yeah, so basically today we're going to speak about um, the social movement that's been going on all over Chile. Uh, it's been happening since the uh, end of October, so since the 18th of October 2019. And um, really, I think that this is something that's not at all or has barely been covered in the British media, especially since for considering how long it's been going on. Uh, but the protests are against the sort of neoliberal constitution, uh, among other things, that manifest in extreme levels of inequality in Chile. And actually, so Chile is 65% more unequal than the OECD average. And it is the most unequal OECD country. Yeah, and later you will hear me interviewing Esteban, who is a friend of mine who lives in Santiago, uh, the capital of Chile. So I went um, on holiday to visit a couple of friends in Chile in um, December and January this year. Um so I'll be talking to him and he gives us a great overview about the protests and his understanding of what's happening and also his feelings about it and the general mood in Chile. But I also wanted to focus a little on the feminist voices. Unfortunately, I didn't get a chance yet to interview any Chilean feminists about their perspectives, but I did get to speak to some feminists when I was visiting. And one striking thing to me was the systemic use of sexual violence by the police. So... It's actually so bad that it's now specifically referred to as violencia política sexual or political sexual violence. So the political is a key part here. So this violence can include, but is not limited to, having to undress while in custody, um, being verbally assaulted, and it even ranges to physical sexual assault by the police. Uh, most of you will have heard about this, but there's a chant and dance developed by the feminist group Las Tesis, and it's called Un Violador en tu Camino, which translates to a rapist in your path. Um, it's a chant and dance that's been performed all over the world, and you've probably seen it on you know, social media and the news. It's very powerful. It's meant to protest the sexual violence used by the police and other political forces. It's extremely powerful and has been repeated in solidarity and also for local protests as well. So there's like in my hometown in Frankfurt, Germany, for example, there was a performance of this recently at a protest. Um, if you want to read more about this, The Guardian actually just published an article about it this week, last week. Um, and the yeah. article is called, it's called um, The Rapist Is You, Why a Chilean Protest Chant Is Being Sung Around the World. Yeah, so we'll put a link to the article on our Twitter and Instagram when we upload the episode. But for now, let's give it a listen. Yeah, let's go. Hello, Esteban. Hello, Clara. Um, would you like to start by just introducing yourself quickly? Yeah. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Esteban Rojas. I'm a Chilean guy. I am 24 years old. I'm gay. And I am a social anthropology student in the Universidad de Chile. Cool. And we actually know each other because I'm really good friends with your sister, Fenya. Yes. Who studied with uh, me in London. So now we came to visit her. And so I got to meet you, which is amazing. Um, and, and we have... 
had an amazing time together. Yes, definitely. Should we start by you just explaining a little bit about the protests that have been going on? Yeah. When did they start? Why? And what's happening now? This started like the third week of October. Mm-hmm. And they started first like a high school students protest against the um, tube tickets. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, they were um, increasing the tube fares. Yes, they, mm-hmm. they, they increased it uh, like the third time in two years. Uh, it was uh, 30 pesos. Uh, 30 pesos, yeah. which equals about uh, 30p. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't so much, but uh, for the poorest families, economically talking about, uh, it was too much. And the students, they have uh, these uh, students' tickets that are uh, less in price, but they uh, start uh, fighting for their families. Mm-hmm. And they skipped the tube. Um, oh, they were evading the fares. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So they were just jumping the they, they ticket were, they, barriers and stuff like they, that. They, they jump it and other people saw them and says, fuck it, uh, I'm going to do it uh, as well. And they, first first they were students and they're other people, uh, old ladies and and people who, who work. So school students, high school students started yes. the movement basically. That's amazing. Yes, they, they started. And the metro station, well, um, like we don't know what to do. And they, for example, closed the doors and the people were outside and they smashed the doors. Oh, wow. So they can uh, get inside. It was like the 15th or 16th October that... And we said, yeah, it's just an uh, tube protest. It's going to be only there. And that Friday, uh, October the 18th, they uh, evaded the, mm-hmm. the tube. And the, the violence inside the metro stations got high. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, uh, the metro station company that it's uh, one of the only eight companies uh, in Chile, because you know that everything is privatized and Everything. it's a very neoliberal country. Mm-hmm. They shut the the the, the metro station. They they shut the uh, metro lines mm-hmm. like. They shut stations and then all all the network mm-hmm. uh, was shut down on a Fridays. Wow! And people went crazy uh, because they want to go home, and the buses uh, stop circulating. Yeah, and that's well, that was more chaos. And I know people who work very. Uh, far away from their homes and they have to walk like three hours to get, get home. Uh, and imagine with this heat, in October it was very hot, like at 5 p.m. walking oh to your home and everyone, everything was in chaos and that chaos uh, started more chaos. So Was there already a lot of police repression in the metro yeah, station? The metro station was was full with police. Mm-hmm. They want to uh, had a, I don't know a, one cup every one meter. Uh, wow! Yes, they were. Uh, they, 
this one station that is one of the uh, biggest and, and most complicated station uh, because it's the uh, intersection of two main lines. It was full with cops. And with all those cops, students also uh, jumped the, the line. Wow. And so it was, they were fearless. Um, yeah, that's like a big theme as well. I've seen a lot of graffitis that are like, we're not afraid, we're fearless. Yeah, the, the, we are fearless, we're not afraid. It's also because of the um, curf- curfew? Curfew? Curfew. Mm, curfew. Yeah, the curfew. We're going to talk about it. Yeah, let's uh, talk about that in detail later. Yes. So we, we were on that Friday's night, all was burned. And wow. so... Uh, what, like in, the, in, the metro stations were burning or outside? The metro stations were burning. Uh, we don't know uh, sure why. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's on an investigation right now. Some people say that there were uh, people who burned it. Other uh, people say that they were the cops who burned it. Um, we don't really know. And, and also they were this really... A big uh, burns of uh, supermarkets, mm. uh, pharmacies. Um, yeah, I've seen a lot of like burnt shop fronts. And, yes, like, they were uh, burned like that Friday and that Saturday and Sunday. So the city was just completely on fire, basically. The city was on fire. The we we didn't have public transportation. Mm. The cops were really. Uh, with yeah. uh, and and full with violence and the the uh, supermarket that were open shut uh, uh, it shut them and yeah it was chaos really chaos on that Saturday uh, morning we felt like that that wasn't uh, our city anymore so mm-hmm. uh, sounds really scary it it was really scary yeah. I and didn't know it was that bad, actually. It was, I mean, I know it's really terrible now, but I didn't realize that that weekend was so intense. That was really intense. We didn't know what to do. We uh, were full with ghosts uh, for the the older people. It was like being in the oh, days... Oh, it was like memories of the dictatorship. And before the dictatorship. Before, oh, right. Uh, for some people, for example, to do a, a line in front of a supermarket to buy uh, things uh, with the military in the vil- vigilance, uh, that was remembering the Allende's time, for example. Mm, yeah. uh, and and so the I, I live Allende, in a very... Uh, Allende was a Marxist government, right? It was like a Marxist oh, government, he tried, he tried. but it was a, a democratic government. Mm-hmm. It was the first one, the first president uh, to be elected socialist. But uh, if we start that's talking actually, about this, yeah, uh, we are not going to... Okay, maybe just a little tiny bit. So there was three years of the Allende government. Yes. That was a socialist government. And then there was a military coup. Yes that Orchid started State. a military dictatorship that lasted for Sem- 17 years. Yes. The, but the coup what orchestrated between uh, the military, mm-hmm. uh, the high, uh, the richest uh, people in mm-hmm. Chile, and uh, some of democratic parties also. Oh, wow. Okay. It's, uh, it's usually said that uh, it was a military uh, dictatorship, but it was a civil military dictatorship. Interesting. Yes. It's, it, we, we, we 
don't have to forget that. So that's that's part of the history. But the 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 militaries being outside in in the street, uh, the, those lines in uh, when you want to buy something and all the chaos. So it's it were like a weekend of ghost for different kind of person. Everyone uh, of. Uh, so the ghosts of the past like came back. Yes, mm -hmm. but the ghosts of the past for the poorest people, for the richest people, for the middle wow. uh, class people. Yeah, it was full, and it was full of violence, and you can see that in the TV or in the social media. I remember, for example, when the military were released, like dogs in Valparaíso. They hit and 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 punch and and sh shouted at people like they were uh, I don't know where, but I, I remember I cannot forget a a, a video of a very uh, popular square in in Valparaiso where there was two girls and they were uh, uh, going home and then this mass of military men came and start screaming and they were start uh, crying because they didn't know what yeah. to do and the military uh, hit them and oh it was God. awful it was that's terrible that kind of violence is what we saw and we uh, on the social media and it was terrible i i remember here with my brothers we uh, were in shock and we didn't know what to do and we go to sleep or try to sleep and we couldn't and three hours later we uh, we woke up and the to see that the military or the cops have killed like 20 people or or, or something like that every day and that's uh, that was too much our parents lived like a uh, two hours a uh, car away uh, in another city, my mother was. She only wants to visit us, and mm. and and I don't know, say something, but we were like uh, in shock. It was very uh, terrible, and we ha hadn't the experience of that. Some people, old people, have it the the experience of that kind of violence, but we didn't. So it was shocking. But also, your parents were alive during the dictatorship. Weren't yes, they? they were alive. So all that things about, uh, for example, if we can uh, move to that, the the, the curfew. Curfew. Mm -hmm. It was a story that our parents told us mm -hmm. about the the, the, the dictatorship. Uh, and the 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 violence in this curfew, and they have this uh, anxiety and fear, and they live with anxiety and fear about uh, being uh, disappeared or or tortured or, or murdered uh, because of the dictatorship. So when they, they our president says that we are going to be now under the protection of the military and and wow. and it's going to be our curfew uh, 
from 9 p.m. to, I don't know, 6 a.m. in Santiago. But in some places like Valparaiso, they started the curfew at 5 p.m. Oh, my God. Yes. If people wanted to go home, but they couldn't because there was no, no uh, public oh, transportation. Yeah. Oh, my God. And the military were, were on the street and they were screaming and... and, and, and uh, just intimidating everyone. Yes, just intimidating. Mm. Wow. But... If we have to make um, a comparison between the, the dictatorship and those days uh, with the military, the military in some way have changed. Mm -hmm. They have a different training. So they don't go to the streets to kill. Okay. In the dictatorship, they kill. Mm -hmm. in the streets they have no problem of killing in the streets and because they could but the police in Chile is the same they didn't change uh, the way they are they taught. have been actually shooting people haven't the, they the, the, the cops are sh uh, shooting people they are torturing people all the most of the um Torture episodes on these days were uh, perpetrated by the cops. Yes. Yeah, wow. Okay. So not not the military. We, we, that's interesting. Yeah. That's really interesting. The, the military, in some ways, have changed. Uh, in others, no, and they are very right in the political. Mm. Uh, very right wing. Yes, mm -hmm. and fascist also, and yeah, that's it, it, that's something we, we can talk about it later, but. The cops were really uh, in this violence uh, thing. I'm wondering, so the president, Pineda, he called a state of emergency, didn't he? Yes. What did that mean? How did that impact the situation? Was that when the curfew started and the military came in the streets? We, we had this uh, emergency uh, situations before, but only with uh, natural disasters. Okay. For example, when the... 2010 uh, earthquake that happened. Happened. <laughs> yeah. uh, we had this uh, uh, state of emergency. State of emergency, and the military were in the streets. But it was like a um, security thing. Security thing. Yes, because we didn't have basic things like water or electricity or uh, like that. It was. For people to remember, it was an earthquake and there a, a tsunami, mm -hmm. a very big tsunami. Wow. Yeah, so uh, it was very, very... We needed the, the military in some ways. Okay. I, 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 I don't think... So is the... Calling the state of emergency, is that a justification to bring out the military? Or how it, does it, it, it comes with that Okay. in okay. our uh, political system. Mm -hmm. uh, it was for social protest and it was something new and while all this happened uh, all this uh, very confusing and with fear a uh, weekend happened and all the week later uh, the people were on the streets all the people were on the streets uh, they started uh, by a uh, this there is a, a very old way of how do you say protest uh, it's like when when you when you hit the uh, pots. Oh yeah, so the there's pants, a the, yeah, the, so there's this way of like 
gaining traction and like making noise in the yes. streets by like hitting a wooden spoon on a pan. Yeah, that that and that it's the yeah. It, it was the right. noise. Yeah. It was the environment noise of those uh, days. Wow. Okay. And all the people were doing the on the house, houses in the uh, balcony of the. Mm-hmm. And also know, on departments, the house, in, the, right? in the bridge, in the streets, uh, in the... Well, so that noise was just filling the city? Filling the city, all the city. Wow, that Santiago really and the all, all of the main cities in Chile and also the little towns. And wow. that was the noise of the uprising, really. And people of all ages were on the streets. And yeah, we were all, all there. I, I was on the street. But it makes me feel very anxious mm -hmm. because it was very stressful uh, days. And I mean, it is dangerous as well. And it's dangerous. They were uh, literally uh, shooting people, and they they were I don't know how to say that. But they shoot people. They kill people. They make people uh, get blind. Yeah. So the just to clarify, the the police have been shooting people in the eyes systematically, right, to yes. make them to blind them. They say that it's part of the protocols. That's the the police that, protocols. That's crazy. That's just outrageous. That that's part of the police protocol. But the police protocol says that they cannot shoot people from their hips up. up. Oh wow. They so, they have to shoot so it people. Is They have. They can shoot people from the hips down. So in the legs. In the legs. I mean, in that's the, still terrible. It's it's very terrible, but that is the last thing that they have to do. And in their protocol, well, they have to uh, say to people, "You should go home, or you should uh, do that, or and then they uh, use a uh, gas and they they use a uh, water and I don't know mm -hmm. then and. So they've exceeded the worst case scenario in that protocol. And I mean, there's now been 300 something people who've lost an eye, right? An eye or two. That's... Yeah. So, so they, they say that this was a... Um, it was part of the protocol and 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 they couldn't... Uh, it, it's part of that, what they have to do, but they didn't do the other steps. They go... To the uh, they shooting. just went to the extreme yeah. immediately, and they said that uh, bullet, the bullets, yeah, the bullets were made of. Uh, were they like rubber bullets? Yes, they they mm. said that they were rubber bullets, uh, but an investigation of the University of Chile says that they were also with lead. Oh. And lead. Lead, lead, I think. I'm actually yeah, lead, not sure how to Yeah, the it. plomo. Yeah, lead, yeah. I think. Lead, uh, it's like poison. Mm -hmm. And when in the that plomo is uh, in contact with blood or, or with the body, uh, that is what they get blind also. Oh, okay. So the, the, it's what the, the shooting also blinds people. Yes. It was wow. a shooting, and they said, no, it's just rubber uh, bullets, but they were not just rubber. And that was like the first three or four uh, weeks, and then they stopped using that, and they continued shooting, but now they shoot the tear pumps. Uh, the tear gas? Yeah, the tear gas are in this 
thing. Are there in these little like bombs? Yes, they mm. they metal bombs. Mm-hmm. And when so they like cans, almost cans of gas, maybe. Yes. And they throw them and then they explode, or how does it work? But they use a a, a rifle, a, I don't okay. know, a, a, a gun to to to, shoot, to them. shoot them, and they shoot that in front of people. Oh my god! So when they couldn't use uh, these uh, rare pellets, they use these big things of tear gas. yeah tear gas, and they. Wow shot people in their eyes and uh, in their heads and a lot of people had very bad con- uh, contusions and, and and fractures in their head and oh uh, yeah it was the, the the police and we said like please the 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 movements are on and the for example I don't know if it's the uh, correct translation, but the medical school, mm-hmm. where all the doctors are mm-hmm. in there, uh, says, please stop using this kind of uh, protocols. But the police, uh, the police is not answering to the government. Who do they answer to? They are, are uh, now they are answer any anyone or that no oh, one. So now no one. is it like a almost like an anarchist police now? It's like something like that because we always knew about the violence of the cops mm-hmm. and uh, the corruption the, as well. The corruption and and that and I don't know when, but for some many years, these police, the Chilean police, the high commands of the Chilean police, had uh, systematically. Rob, uh, robbed the state. The state. Okay, so in they've millions. just been like in spreading millions. like false. They've had like false reports and stuff. Yes, and and, and just and they use the they wow. use their money to buy houses and ticket planes and go on vacation on the Caribbean and <laughs> yeah, really, <laughs> That's really crazy. That's and crazy. buy cars and that was part of the uh, head commands of the of the police and they when when the authority uh, knew about this they cut the heads of these uh, no literally but okay so they cut off the power yeah, to these people to these okay. people and they went in retirement okay now the new people are they doing the same no the new people are, are not prepared to be in the high command oh so now because they had to cut off all the positions and power there's now a lot of like People who have no experience with have, this kind of have job have no experience, and they don't want to be cut down like they uh, like the predecessors. Like the predecessors, so they are in they they were in this political uh, fight with the government, and then this uprising start, and they were like, "Yeah, I'm going to do what I, I want to do." Okay, wow. So, so the, pol- the political forces didn't have the authority over the cops. And that is bad. Okay, so the police now are just like this, this uh, individualized unit, basically, that just stands on its own and just does what they want. They had that time, and now they are uh, getting normally uh, and, and getting this... Dialogue with Dialogue. with with, uh, with the state, the, with the states and okay. the government, and they are, are trying to make this uh, seems like like they are are uh, together in mm-hmm. this. But everyone knows that they are not together, and people uh, and the cops do what what they want to want 
what they want to do and that's uh, awful and everyone knows also that when it all comes down uh, we have to uh, make these police uh, reformations and and they are against that okay wow so i guess well actually i don't think we said this but so the demands at the beginning were a lot like okay um there's a lot of inequality in chile right we mm -hmm. want a change of the neoliberal state we want a new constitution has that now with all the police violence has it changed like what are the demands of the social movement now now it is still in the new constitution mm -hmm. because that, uh, the old constitution the current constitution was written in the dictatorship wasn't yes. it yes it was written by a lawyer a constitutional lawyer that was a part of the friends of the dictatorships uh, he was the the civil part of this uh, military and civil dictatorship and they wrote this uh, constitution in the 1980s and they have no opposition so they They, they just did what they wanted. They just did what they wanted. And then in in this constitution, they mark the Chilean neoliberal model. Mm -hmm. So they... It's, it's part of our constitution. Wow. It's in, What does in that race. Like? How does that work? It, it works like, uh, for example, the role of the states in the, I don't know, in the uh, education system, in the health system. It's it's not a right. It's not right to uh, be educated. Uh -huh. You you are you have the right to be uh, allowed to be educated. Okay, but you still have to pay for it. You have to pay for oh, it. Oh, wow. Okay. By constitution. Okay, so if you can pay for it, then you're allowed to always be educated, basically. Yes, and the, the state has, has this public system of education that doesn't work good it's it, it needs more money and, and and a lot of things but it, it doesn't work good but because the constitution says that that uh, it's not role of the states to give education mm -hmm. it's part of the tradition something to give education but, but not they, they don't have to by constitution no, provide education they have to allow people to be educated <laughs> that's outrageous and so in the allowed to people to be educated they have this educational system there was also yesterday there was a boycott of the the PSU right that's mm -hmm. the standardized national university entry exam mm -hmm. was that That was also related to the protest, wasn't it, the whole boycott? It, 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 it's also related to the educational system mm -hmm. that uh, this, this standard uh, test shows that the inequality of the system. So the rich people get the higher uh, points and the poor uh, people and the poor Population. cities and mm -hmm. populations have the the worst scores so they cannot go into the university and then obviously that further uh widens the class gaps right the class gap and the inequality and mm -hmm. the discrimination yeah. and it's a standard test test in a non-standard uh, country country and the test is also mandatory right you can't get into university without the test if you want to that's Problematic. There are some universities that, that uh, aren't, aren't good universities mm -hmm. and they don't 
you don't need that test to be inside. But if if that university wants to receive money from the state, they have to be in this organization that that need, that requires yeah, the test. Required well, and the test also, just for the record, is not free, right? You have to pay for it. Yeah, you have test. to. Yeah, you have to uh, pay. So that's another hurdle to overcome for people to take the test and then to get to university. See, you you have to pay thirty uh, mil pesos. Okay, so that's. Uh, you need a lot of people like two if you divided the congress in three you mm -hmm. have two you you need two parts to stop uh, a law to okay, change so you, the you constitution two, you need a two-thirds majority of the con of the congress to write a new constitution or yes. to start the process of writing you, a new constitution to start the process right and okay. this uprising has made this process something uh, urgent and all those right uh, wings uh, parties that didn't want to change the constitution says oh maybe we have to change the constitution because uh, it's full of shit and <laughs> and and all these problems are related to the constitutions but it's not their only demand so in though in this political effort to change the constitution in the these two months of the, uh, of that Uh, we are now in the third month of the protest. Uh, they seems to forgot that there are others demands. Mm -hmm. So I think in the next uh, months we are go we are going to start this new constitution uh, thing. But we have also to demand a new public system, uh, health system, a new uh, educational uh, public system. The retirement system in Chile, mm -hmm. it's awful. Okay. It's not public. Well, it's only so it's private. Completely. I mean, everything here seems to be fully privatized. Yeah, it's it's fully privatized. Mm -hmm. And for example, every month they cut down of your salary, like the 10%, mm -hmm. uh, and that money goes to this uh, private... Pension like, scheme. Yeah, and they use that money to invest in other places, and if they win money, it's for them, <laughs> but if they lose money, it's... Your problem. Problem, it's your problem. Wow. They That's discount that from your... Pension. Pension. That's shocking. Yeah. And for, for example, people who uh, get from the salary like 500,000, say? 4.000, 4.000 mil pesos? Uh, 450,000 pesos? Yeah. So that's 
that they are very poor. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when, per month. That's their whole pension per month. No, no, no that's the salary. Oh, the sal- Oh, that's the salary. They then- get that kind of salary every every month, and when they got uh, to the retirement system and says, "I'm not going to," I am allowed by law to not work anymore. They receive a uh, like one third of that money. Wow! So that's. They less, are less than 200 yes. pounds per month. Yes. And that That's money, so it's for uh, the first like 10 years and then it's getting uh, smaller. Smaller. Wow. Yeah. That's our uh, uh, retirement system. Uh, and we don't have the uh, state uh, possibility. Mm-hmm. That's shocking. So we have to change our retirement system. But if if we want to change our retirement system, it's like changing, like changing the constitution. It's very hard mm-hmm. because all the money that those uh, companies used to invest in other companies came from the workers' uh, salary. Mm-hmm. So if you want to change that, you have to change the invest system. The investment, uh, the investment mm-hmm. system and uh, it's causing it's going to cause political problems and in, in investing problems and it's a whole uh, thing that we have to change and but this government it's not going to change that this government it's they don't want to make structural reforms they just want to make some makeups here and now Uh, but they have two years of uh, government too. O sea, we are in. We have four years of mm-hmm. government, and, and they're in the middle of it right now. We are in the so middle. They have two years to go. Yes, and they have to change some, something, yeah. or we are going to have. I don't know. Uh, maybe protests for for the rest of our days. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, what can is there anything we can do from outside of Chile to help? Yeah, I I think for example. Spread this thing. Uh, what what's going on? Spread the 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 uh, what what happened here? How this up, uh, race uh, started? But also how our model, the the super popular Chilean model that is outside of our country, it's like. Every country in Latin America wants to be like uh, Chile in that because it's, it's successful, but they didn't know about this uh, very high uh, uh, inequalities that that brings. And so we have to change the 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 history and also the story about our, our very popular and a good model that isn't popular and good uh, it's making inequality uh, grown and grown mm. uh, so we have to we need from you to to discuss this and denounce the politic uh, the the police violence and mm-hmm. and on in on this weeks of protest there have been a lot of uh, human rights uh, violations that are very extreme and we have to denounce it. Uh, it can be uh, forgotten, I don't know. So we need to keep talking about it. We need to t- keep talking about to it. try to hold people accountable that are responsible for it. Yes, mm-hmm. and, and we, ha- we, 
we need to uh, keep with the the protest mm -hmm. uh, not only here in Chile also I don't know in the UK in the uh, in front of the Chilean uh, embassy or I don't know where for example when if our president goes to the UK or Europe and to I don't know keep and and Just meet, keep being critical and keep yeah being, keep critical and and emphasize that uh, the the uh, violations of human rights uh, are not going to be uh, forgotten and the transformation of our country of the Chilean uh, mo uh, um, model it's it needs needs to happen uh, so that we can live better and we can live equally and yeah that's something you should uh, definitely do thank you do you have anything you want to add or um, should we I think I just hoping and uh, that this uh, protest are getting somewhere I hope so too We didn't see this. Uh, we we see this uh, violence and this discrimination and this inequality for a long time, but we didn't see uh, when this pressure cooker it's going to blow up. Mm -hmm. We didn't saw that. So that was uh, for us. It came with hope and and fear, and we don't know how how to describe it. And um, but it was something like magic to us uh, because uh, when we talk about this on the university when we uh, when we talk about this uh, with our families and we says we said uh, our model is, isn't right we have to change it and that it was part of a conversation but never was part of the uh, I don't know material conditions but now it's part of the material conditions and I'm full with hope But I also know that all the way that we have, it's going to be full with violence and maybe murders. And we don't know if it's going to be torture again or if uh, we are going to start this process and then could happen anything in our Latin American country you you can get anything or uh, like the military could say something like hello <laughs> uh, or I don't know the richest people maybe do something or we are going to be involved in a political very complicated uh, situation we are not going to uh, defend our democracy or I don't know what it's going to happen or maybe we are going to have a Chilean Donald Trump or, or a Bolsonaro or I don't know you're a clown in UK <laughs> Boris Johnson <laughs> yeah that one <laughs> uh, <laughs> I forgot the, the name yeah it's it's hard to see what, what's going to happen uh, we are full with fear but I also see on the streets and when I talk to people especially when I talk to old people They are full with hope, and that's something magical. Yeah, that's great. Thank you so much. Thank you for uh, making me me be part of your really good podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming on this podcast. 
Well, that was the interview. Uh, I thought it was very interesting. Um, if you want to hear more about this or read more about this, we're going to be posting some resources on our Instagram and our Twitter at the Bullshit Binary. The I is an underscore. Follow mm. us. Leave us a comment. Mm. Thank you for to uh, Esteban and to Fenya as well for yeah. fa- facilitating Clara, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and for, for sharing. talking to me so much. Um, yeah, that's it for today. Thank you. Bye. Bye.